Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. I am Tower and we are glad you joined us. If you have any prayer prayer requests or correspondence you would like to send to the WIBR Warren Radio, you can do so through our contact page on warren-usa.com. And I want everybody to know that when you send your prayer requests in, we take them seriously before the Lord. And we appreciate you guys and love you and want the best for you. And the WIBR Warren Radio can be found on Sayscape, Telegram, USA.Live, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, LinkedIn, Linktree, Pure Social, and Gab Social. And you can also listen to our shows through the following carriers Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, and Podchaser. You can also go to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com to listen to the shows and read the latest articles. Be sure to check out the Warren Classic Radio Series. Don't miss the Revelation of John. That series is, has 23 episodes. And Revelation of John series parts 1 through 7 on Patmos brings you into the realm of the Apostle John. And the Revelation of John series, part 8 through 14, is the great wonder into the realm of the Apostle John. Vivid images, prophetic in all its books, the Apocalypse stands alone in the annals of church history. And parts 15 through 23, Revelation of John series, Faithful and True, brings forth the battle, the events, and the coming of the true one who is the faithful and true, the Almighty and the Lord of Lords. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Welcome to another edition of Friday Sound the Shofar. Getting ready for the weekend. Another Shabbat. 
Today, faith accesses grace. Book of Romans, part 9. But I've got a couple of websites for you. Be sure to remember these. The WIBR Warren Radio over the years has had many websites. I've created them, put them up, and they all had different purposes. Nowadays, we have Warren Radio on warren-usa.com. And we also have the Watchman Institute, or the WIBR, on danaglinsmith.com. So if you want to contact us, you do so there. I don't answer anything through social media. Over the years, knowing social media the way I do, and the experiences and the way people are, if people are serious, they can come to our website and do it through the process. However, today we have an article, Deceived, Sin, Skin, and That Within. And you can get this article, you can read it on warren-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com. Deceived. Sin, skin, and that within. They all combine in this article. And they find themselves the targets of a greater delusion. And when you look at our society today, you find a new America. And you won't have long to wait before you see the fruits of that new America. The nation that was the emblem of freedom faith and opportunity now is rife with troubles in people who hate this country. They see themselves as the woke generation and of course there are those who consider themselves woke and they were the ones BLM and Antifa who protested from the beginning of the pandemic in 2020, all during Trump's time in office the last year, even during the election, which was rife with troubles. And they're continuing to do it today. There are ominous biblical and prophetic signs to what is going on here. So you can go to warren-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com and read the article. There's a lot of other articles on there. I also want to tell you about our Revelation series. This has been made into a classic Warren Radio series. It's 23 episodes in three different sections. The Revelation of John, parts 1 through 7, Patmos. The Revelation of John series, parts 8 through 14, Great Wonder. And the Revelation of John series, parts 15 through 23, Faithful and True. 
Now it takes a lot of work to make these series. I've got a number of them and I'm working on the largest one right now and that's the Isaiah series. The Isaiah series alone will be huge. It takes a lot of effort to do these. It takes a lot of effort to put them together. You just don't get a cute little post and put it up and you don't know what you're doing. You have to put the script together. You've got to formulate this. So, without sounding too boring to those who have no clue, I do this for a reason, to present it easy for you to find, easy for you to listen to, all in one place, interconnected, so you can go through it. The Revelation of John series, 23 episodes and three sections. Now today. It is Friday. And we are glad it's Friday. We get through the week, and I say we, meaning Americans. There are people that works on weekends. There's people that works on holidays. For many years, as executive chef, even as a general manager, and at the time when I was also an owner later on, I had been in food service all my life. Then the Lord got a hold of my heart. I was raised a Methodist, but many years ago, the Lord got a hold of my heart. But I can tell you, that I've worked more than my share of holidays, Saturdays and Sundays. And at the time when everybody in the summertime and the fall are having fun, I was preparing food for people, big parties. Then later on I catered to some of the biggest groups of coal mines in the whole region. Now the hat I wear today is a watchman. I don't apologize for it. I don't explain it. But I preach the word of God. I teach the word of God. And that's what you're going to find on our websites. And if you're going there to find some theological standing, you're going to find yourself at a crossroads. Because I don't take the typical lines of a lot of the theology that we've pushed through our churches today. You will find Yahshua, Jesus Christ, established and set forth as the Lord of Lord and King of Kings. And as we go through these studies, that's who we focus on. And the Father. Now we were talking about
Romans. We were in Romans 4, and it's really a filled passage with lots of stuff. And we left off at... Uh, verse 25 and this was speaking of the Lord verse 24 and 25 but for us also to whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that was raised up that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification now we're in chapter 5 Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, that doesn't mean you're always going to be in just a wonderful, wonderful time. Matter of fact, the Lord calls us to carry the cross. And today... Christians around the world are being persecuted. They're imprisoned. They're in cages. And many times they don't even get there because they're killed. They're beaten. They're shot. They're stabbed. They're stoned. There is a war on against the believers worldwide, and in America you can see this same war. And there's a lot of them, they're heading right down a path that they're not going to like. But see, it's a path that many are walking, and they think it's a true path, but it's not. While many Christians today, including on social media, have developed their habits, they wear their feelings on their shirt sleeves, they have not a clue as to what true persecution is. And they're divided Some of them go to church. There's huge churches. But the church of Jesus Christ is going to find out a few things. But there is this. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. However, the Lord says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. And Paul spent a lot of time talking about the fact that God chastises his sons and daughters, his kids, meaning the believers in Christ. But you see, in verse 2, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace, or his favor, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Now see, the problem with living in America, 
and it's been a good problem to have, is that my entire life and the lives of all my family and my kin, which go way back in this country, our family goes back to the beginning of America. I have the documents, but that doesn't matter. The thing of it is, things are changing. And it's going to change. And many who watch prophecy for many, many, many years, long before we got to this point that we're at now, which is a point of ridiculousness, when we see those who have been elected and the Biden administration and everybody that they have in there, and in the interviews when they're talking to some of these people, they don't see nothing wrong with late-term abortion. They, they see nothing wrong with taking children and cutting off their private parts and giving them medicine to change, which in fact, many it's been a number of years ago, Experts out of the UK was warning about that. You can't do that. Leave the children alone. But see, these people won't. And that's just the beginning of the heresy and the troubles that you have in America because of Biden being in there. It has nothing to do with him being a Democrat. But there's a lot of pride up in D.C., and there's also a lot of delusion, deception, and manure flowing out of there. Make no mistake about it. God pays attention to whether a nation is righteous or unrighteous. Now you may think, we have rights to be this way. No, you don't. Not at all. Not when it affects others. Not when your actions and your pushing to bring this to a higher level of sinful behavior to bring on the judgment of God, which it's already here. But you see, this is where you run into where Paul even said that his message to some is an aroma of life to those who believe, an aroma of death to those who don't believe. And in America, we have a lot who don't believe. Even in the church, we have a lot that don't believe. They don't really believe. What we believe in is our jobs, our retirement, our nice houses, the fact we can go to the grocery store and get anything we want, go to fancy restaurants, and along all this, we can be safe, and we can get rich and famous and whatever. Well, kids, it's about time to grow up because it's not going to be that way. It's not going to be that way at all. And if you're going to be a Christian in the world today, you better be prepared for something. You know, well, the one thing about church, Sunday night and Wednesday night was usually your best services. Because all the once a month and once a week people came on Sunday morning. But even as a former professional food service 
and a chef, executive chef. I've dabbled in food all my life. But it's hard to cook something if you don't have nothing to cook. It's hard to take time to eat when they're chasing you down. Of course, we cover this on our advocacy broadcast. But I'm leading to this in verse 3. See, Paul starts out, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. That means we're always fine, we're always wonderful, we never run into trouble. That is not what he's getting at. He's going to this. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. Now, it's kind of hard to glory in a tribulation. In America, we have what I call gnat stings. But those gnat stings have suddenly turned into worse. They're not merely gnat. They're very dangerous attacks, both on our country and our families, and our children, and our grandchildren. You're at risk now to lose generations of young people because of the perversion that's been in your schools in America and in your agencies of higher learning. And now, in all of its godlessness, you can look up and be proud of yourself, America, when you see these people standing around in the leadership in your country. This has nothing to do with them personally. This has to do with sin. Now you better listen and listen close. God will only go so far. And his time clock for grace for America is running out. Now, I said America. His grace for Christians is not. If you're a true believer, you need to take off all of that propensity to wear your feelings on your sleeve. You need to toughen up in the faith. You need to be a good soldier of Christ. And you've got to stop allowing all of the nice, easy-peasy things in America to convince you that it'll always be that way. So, he says, we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation will work patience. Well, it will, even COVID. I mean, now, a majority of Americans are starting to find a little more freedom because COVID is lifting. But then you find this terrible thing that happened down in Texas. Well, you know, down south, they've always had trouble with a little bit of snow because they don't see a lot of snow. But this was a lot. And this was a terrible tragedy. 
And it took Biden, I think, a week before he said anything. And he was probably told by someone that he needs to acknowledge it. Just like he's led to what he needs to sign on the executive orders. It works patience. After a while, Americans got used to COVID and lockdowns and masks. And now you've got them trained to wear masks everywhere. And now Fossey has talked about putting two masks. Some have said, well, let's put four on. I've seen a group of musicians in a band. And I was in the band. I played a saxophone for many years. I can read music. I know how this works. I have a rhythm and a beat. I know how it works. And some of these kids, of course, they were instructed to do this. They had their masks on, but they had cut away the portion from the top of their nose to below their mouth. Well, if you're going to play an instrument, duh, that's what you need to do. But why do you keep the mask on? Just take the freaking thing off. But no, we've been trained that we have to have masks. So I'm going to have a mask and I'll just cut away part. It doesn't do any good, but that's beside the point. Even with them on, it don't do any good. Now see, they try to tell you they do good, but masks do not do good. Unless you have, one of them was a painter's mask. But the standard mask, and when this first happened, some of the boxes that we had, that we found, said this mask does not work to prevent medical viruses and things like that. I mean, it had a warning on it. But since then, they've taken it off at the factory. So you're getting used to this. You're getting used to being told by the government that you can't go to church, you can't do this, you can't do that. Violating your rights according to the Constitution. And we've even had a certain justice come out and talk about this, about how Americans were losing their rights under the Constitution during this. But see, the Democrats, many of them, didn't care. And that's where some of the most virulent crackdowns were at. And even though they had mass, it didn't do any good. But see, we still develop patience during this. And patience works experience and experience hope. Now see, Paul's not talking about COVID. He's talking about having faith in Christ, having grace given to you or God's favor to get you through tribulations and trouble and trials. But see, you get done with COVID, there's going to be something else right around the corner. You are in this time frame. And God help us if America gets to the point to where they've destroyed the Constitution. And we've got them and they're up there and they're influencing a lot of people. Let's just destroy the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Oh, that's a good idea. For them. 
So we have all kinds of things going on. And so the purpose here, patience comes from that tribulation, those trials. And we've had a lot of those. You haven't feared for your life. You don't have someone trying to kill you. Now, if you were down on the streets when Antifa and BLM were, you could very well get killed. Because Antifa means business. If you're going to take on Antifa, you had better have people that know how to fight and are armed. Because these people will beat you to death. And I've seen films of them doing that. Luckily, they didn't kill him, but if they hadn't stopped, they would have been dead. And patience will give you experience and experience hope. And the hope is not, well, you know, I hope America gets back. I hope all this. No. The hope that we're to have in Christ is that we will be with the Lord doesn't mean you're going to die. It means that you believe and you hope. You, know, you want to live in a kingdom of righteousness. And it says, and hope makes not ashamed. Hope brings hope. It doesn't bring shame. Now see, the things we see in America today are shame. And that's why I talk about this article. Deceived, sin, skin, and that within. They try to shame the whiteness because everybody's problem in America is because you're white, because those whites were here. No, that's not what it is. And there's some very famous blacks who are calling this nothing but nonsense. Well, they're using it because that is what Marxists do to divide the people. They find something they can use and they push it. Make no mistake, what's going on in America is classic Marxism. Marxism 101, how to overthrow a country. Typical. And if you get into a point where that country and their economy falls into the toilet, that's even better. Because the goal is to take away from the people everything that they depend on. Their faith, their family, their food, their jobs. And when they're totally destitute, they have nowhere to turn to. And you've done a good job being a good little Marxist. Then you can tell them, okay, this is your hope now. Because we'll come in, we'll take over the government, We'll take over all the factories. We'll get them working. We'll put you to work. We'll give you a wage every month. You'll never have to worry about it. You'll have a place to live. And everything will be fine. Problem is, as Maduro recently said, socialism doesn't work. Now, see, in the world, communism works, but it doesn't work for Christians. Many of them are in prison. In North Korea, the worship of the dear leader works for many of the North Koreans, but not for Christians, especially if you're found out. They are in cages, they're in camps. If you're a Hindu in India, things work out pretty good for you. But if you're a Christian and even a Muslim, 
they vowed to get rid of all Christians and Muslims by December of this year. Make it totally Hinduism. So the nations are forming themselves against Christianity in any kind of faith. But Christianity by far is the one that's targeted worldwide. So make no mistake, this hope that makes not ashamed has to be the fire that keeps the believers believing. And the reason it is, is because the love of God is shed abroad in their heart. God hasn't left them. The Spirit of God is on the inside. When you are tried, there comes a supernatural power to help you through this. And your hope, no matter what men say, your hope will never bring you shame. Your hope in Christ through the love of God will bring you the truth about your Savior and your Father your God and that will get you through because even in the Roman Empire there was trouble verse 6 for when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. And that's what he did when the fullness of time came. And part of that fullness of time was having the Roman Empire there, having the Romans in charge. They had their own senate in Rome. They had a political system. They had one of the world's largest armies that kept the peace. And during the time across uh, Christ, when he was here, you know, you didn't have to fear it. Now, there were thugs out there, and there were things going on, but they kept the law. They kept the people that were the barbarians out to protect. Now, they had slavery. They did. But the bottom line here is that the gospel was able to go out and they had a common language because of the influence of Alexander the Great in all the places he conquered Greece was uh, you know Greek language was well known people had to learn it so when Rome began taking the, some of those lands back Many of the customs of uh, Greece and also their language spread throughout the empire. And so they were able to communicate. There were other languages, of course. But Greek was one of the ones they could all speak, all understand. So in the fullness of time, in due time, when the time was right, he came. To die for the ungodly. And all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But when you really look at it. Especially if we see society today. No matter which society you're looking at. I mean it says here. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Especially you know. In today's world. You have a murderer who's going to get executed. And so you say, well, 
I'll tell you what, let me die in his place and set him free. There's no way you would do that. If you take a friend, how many would truly die for another person? Now, some people do die in an attempt to deliver them. Some do die and do deliver them, but they die in the process. But see, here the point is, if anybody's going to die for anyone, you know, surely a righteous person would die for someone. In war, there are heroes who die and then they're given a medal. Afterward, it's given to their relatives because he died saving others. That, that is one of those things we look at and say, you know, that's really good, even, even today. Men and women in the military, there are heroes there that truly do that. But the issue is, Paul says, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. I mean, you might see that, Paul says. You, you could find a situation where someone just might die for someone else. Or, or just dare to die. Just say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. Because he needs to live or she needs to live. But see, the point is this. Although you have, you can find maybe a good man who would dare to die for someone or a good woman. God commended his love for you and me. That while you and I were sinners, we were headed to hell. For the soul that sinneth shall die. The only way to get to God is through Christ. There's no other intercessor, intercessor between God and man but Christ. But see, God revealed his love to us. Because he gave his only begotten son to die for us. See, that's the issue. Yeah, you can find maybe one person to die for another. But how many would be willing to die for every person on this earth over and over again? Because that's what you'd have to do. Well, that's impossible. But Christ did it because he's the son of God. So Paul goes on to say, much more than being now justified by his blood. The fact that someone would even dare to die, to die for you is, isn't really relevant right now because Christ already died for you. That you're already through Christ justified by his blood and you're already now saved from wrath through him. So Paul concludes, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, 
much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. It's not the fact anymore being reconciled to God by the death of his son. If you're a believer, you know that. It's already done. But the thing of it is, it's not just the fact that you're reconciled to God. You're reconciled to God and you're going to be saved through what Christ did. That all this stuff in this life isn't going to separate you from the love of God. It isn't going to separate you from the hope that he has given us. And Paul goes on to say, and not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. And it's kind of an an addendum to what he had said. Much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not just that, you could say. But we joy in God through Christ Jesus because we have received the atonement. It's done. So now you're living in some country, you may be living in America. And for Americans, having the issues that we face, we can say the last 20 years, is leading us to a place to where this nation cannot be reconciled to God. Nations face judgment. Men face judgment, but also redemption. God sent Judah into judgment. Some of those in Judah died because they were wicked. And among them could have been one of them that had been following the law and the prophets and the covenant perfect. Christ not having yet come, he had died. But when they went to Babylon for captivity, that was their judgment. But yet there would come a time when the judgment would be over, Judah would be restored to God, and their standing with the Lord would be corrected. Judah wasn't saved. The people, it was always the people. When we talk of Israel, when we talk of heaven, when we talk of any of that, it's not just the fact of having a heaven. For heaven wouldn't be heaven without Christ and without our Father and without those who have gone before us who are redeemed and there now. It's more than just saying, well, I'm atoned and I'm a Christian in this life. But as Paul said, 
If we have hope in this life only of Christ, then we are of all creatures most miserable. It's more than just being a Christian today while we're alive. It's the fact that when we put off this body of death, for it's appointed unto man once to die and after this the judgment. That's everybody, Christian, non-Christian, everybody. You've got to put off this body of death. You're going to face the death door. And the thing of it is, is that Christ died for you, not just for this life to help you. In this life, though, there are Christians who've never seen pleasure of any kind. There's Christians who've known nothing but persecution of Christ. And that is in North Korea. Some of them managed to escape. There's some of them even in China today that have been facing nothing but trouble because they're a Christian. And we see this throughout Africa. We see this around the world. Christians are targeted. In this life, only in America can we be a Christian. And, and we, I call it the Christianized Western nations like America. And that would be New Zealand. That would be Australia. Uh, <clears throat> of course, that would be Canada and the UK. It used to be Europe and America and most of South America, which was Catholic. But even they had a lot of trouble. Oh, but only in America could you find. See, the UK and all of the others, including Europe, had trouble during World War II. We as Americans have never seen that. We have had churches. We have had Bibles. We've had everything. We've had every kind of blessing because this was a nation <clears throat> that had massive Christian revivals. People turned to the Lord and God blessed this country. Not everybody was going to be blessed here. Not everybody, they enjoyed the blessings of this nation. But make no mistake, there was always sinners in America. We were never at one point where everybody in this nation was saved and perfect little Christians. Oh, that's a bunch of baloney. And even among the Christians, you're not going to find perfect little Christians. You're going to find backbiting and hatred and vileness. You're going to find adulteries. Yes, within the Christian church. And God's going to deal with that through judgment. So make no mistake... If you're as a Christian, my pastor told me many years ago, because he knew Tower and I were one couple out of quite a number of couples that left this church to go into the ministry. Now, see, we minister today as evangelists through the World Wide Web and through writing and publishing. That's all we do. But see, that church and that pastor nurtured many, many couples into the ministry. But you see, we're not like that in, anymore. And just because you're an American doesn't mean you're getting into heaven. There's only one way and there's only one method. There's only one scripture. The other day... I read about this pastor who said the word of God is not the word of God. There's another profane preacher for you. There's one, Ralph Warnock, up in Biden's administration. He's a profane preacher too. Make no mistake about it. He thinks abortion is God sent. He's going to find out otherwise. And that's why I've taught on blood guilt for many, many years. And I talk about it because the blood guilt, folks, you're going to pay attention to this. Because it is going to be required of this world and this nation. 
and the other nations. Blood guilt is mentioned all the way from Genesis, Jesus, Yahshua talked about it in the Gospels, very prevalent then, and it dates all the way to Revelation, where the nations of men are fed blood. Make no mistake about it. You need to make sure you're on the right team. And today, if you haven't received the atonement, you have to receive Christ. John 1, to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to those who believe on his name, the word believe, trust in, rely on, cling to. John 3, you must be born again to the Spirit. And you can get into Romans. There's confession by the mouth. We confess. We confess our sins. We confess Christ. First John 1. If we walk in, this is the chapter, you can find the verse. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all unrighteousness. And following that verse, if we sin, you can have forgiveness for that sin. He is faithful and just. He will forgive you of that sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness if we do sin. That's why it's a good scripture to read. I always tell people to read 1 John chapter 1. And then you can go through the rest of the chapter, which is a great little book. So Paul concludes all this by saying wherefore in verse 12. As by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men for all for that all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned, after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is a figure of him that was to come. So you have that death that reigned. There was that curse. Christ hadn't come yet. Paul says, but not as the offense, so also as the free gift. The offense is the is the fact that death was there, ever-present. Not just death in dying, as God said, is given unto man once to die and after this a judgment, but you have to face the judgment. And if all have sinned,
all have sinned. All have come short of the glory of God. So that is the offense. In a court of law, that would be your offense. Your defense attorney is the Lord Jesus Christ who died on the cross and paid the penalty. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift, Paul says. For if through the offense of one many be dead, that's the result of the sin of Adam and Eve. But it it's the sin part is given to Adam. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. Yes, death was there. The sentence is death. But the gift... That didn't cost you anything except to believe. Now it says free gift. And it is a free gift. But knowing Christ and following Christ is not free. It costs you. That's why within the Gospels, after you accept the Lord, you need to read the Gospels. Especially what happened to Christ and what he says. Take up your cross, he says, and follow me. What happened to the cross? He carried the cross to his death. That's not <laughs> having a wonderful life, picking up a cross to go die. But that's what he said, take up your cross and follow me. You know, in America, we've had some damnable teachings coming from some of the top evangelists and preachers in, in this country. And I could rattle them off for you and what they said. But I heard one many years ago that said it is impossible to be happy without money. And, of course, he is trying to get you to give to him. Because we've had this prosperity, preachers, and, and it worked for a lot of them. They got rich. A perfect theology for America at that time. It made them all rich. But many of them were building their own kingdoms. See, the gift was paid, the cost was paid by Christ himself. But yet, when you pick up that free gift, when you accept this and confess and say, I'm going to follow you, then you're going to find the cost. There's no such thing as something free. If you make it through this and win the race and wind up in heaven, 
you will have proved yourself. Revelation 12:11 tells this. They overcame. What does overcame mean? It means that you won. You were given a free gift, but in that free gift, there is a battle. You have to fight every demon in hell and the devil himself, the principalities and powers, humans that want to kill you if you live in some of these areas. You're facing death every day. Your kids are facing death. Your women are facing death or rape. There's nothing free about this. It's free from Calvary. It's free because the Lord died from you. But it's not free just to take and spit on. It's not free to take and abuse. It's not free to sin so grace will abound. It is free and given to you by the Father so you may know that you can follow this path that Christ took. For we overcame by the blood of the Lamb. That's the cross and believing in Christ. The word of our testimony. Yes. If we confess him before men, he will confess us before the Father and his angels. And we love not our life unto the death. Whosoever loses their life for my sake in the gospel shall find it. Now that isn't free. That isn't easy. And living in America, we haven't had to face that. But now in America, things have changed. We have lost several generations who have not known the Lord. We have filth in America. We have abominations in America. We have people that walk in those abominations and America praises them and thinks it's great. Well, I got news for you. When the judgment hit, it is not going to be so great. If you think this is great, you're wrong. And if you think having socialism is going to save you, you're wrong. There's only one power, one man, one source, one God, one Christ, one anointed, one Yahshua, one Lord of Lord and King of Kings. And there's only one Almighty, as he said of himself in Revelation. That is Yahshua, Jesus Christ, the Son of Almighty God, the Son of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Son of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yes, that God, our Father, Yahweh, Jehovah, Father, thank you for your word today. Save your people. Help them. Give them grace and strength. I know it's there, but help them to appropriate it. And bless them. In Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming of this word. Don't forget to go by our websites at warn-usa.com. That's warn-usa.com. That is warn-usa.com. You can find our other sites from there. Good night. Shalom. And God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.